Welcome to Zichud Dafsi. My name is Rabbi Avram Goldar, and today we're Zechus Megillah Daf Tezayin, the first parak Megillah Nikres. The Zichud Mesechus Megillah program has been generously sponsored by the Queen's Zichud Chabura. The majority of this Daf details the psukim from the downfall of Haman until the end of the Megillah. So the three times we're going to focus on number one. The Gemara relates that after Achishverosh commanded Haman to do to Mordechai all the things that Haman had advised should be done for a loyal servant, Haman was humiliated by having to become Mordechai's bath attendant and barber. When Mordechai told Haman that he couldn't ascend the horse due to his weakness from fasting, Haman bent down and Mordechai stepped on his back, kicking Haman on his way up. Haman asked, is it not written, Do not rejoice when your enemy falls? Mordechai answered the Pusiks referred to Jewish enemies. But about non-Jewish enemies, the Pusik states, And you shall tread upon their high places. Haman then led Mordechai to the streets, proclaiming, This is what is done for the man whom the king wants to honor. And Haman's daughter mistakenly thought it was Mordechai leading Haman, and she threw a chamber pot on Haman's head. Upon realizing what she had done, she jumped to her death. This is what the Pusik is referring to when it states that Haman returned to his house, Avel v'chafwi rosh, in mourning and with his head covered. Point number two, after the Lord brings a drush that teaches that the five garments that Yosef gave Binyamin, allude to Binyamin's descendant Mordechai, eventually leaving the king's presence wearing five royal garments, it details Yosef's reunion and reconciliation with his brothers. The Pusik states, V'yipal tzavari Binyamin achiv, then he fell upon his brother Binyamin's neck, and wept. The word necks is written in the plural, so the Gemara asks, how many necks did Binyamin have? Rebbe said, Yosef cried over the two temples, then the future would be in Binyamin's territory, and were destined to be destroyed. Binyamin and Binyamin cried upon his neck, Binyamin cried over Mishkan Shiloh, which in the future would be in Yosef's territory, and was destined to be destroyed. And point number three, Rav Ada of Yafo said, the names of the ten sons of Haman, and the word Aseris, ten which follows, needs to be pronounced by the Megillah reader, Benishima Achas, in one breath. What's the reason? For their souls departed at the same moment. Rabbi Yochanan said that the letter Vav of the name Vayezasa must be elongated like a long pole used by boatmen on the river Libros. The more explains that this is because they were all hung on one pole, one above the other. Vichina Bar Papa said that Rabbi Shiva, a man of Kfar Tamarta, expounded, all songs in Tanakh are written in the form of a half brick above a whole brick and a whole brick above a half brick, except for the Shira listing the ten sons of Haman and the Shira listing the kings of Canaan that are written a half brick above a half brick and a whole brick above a whole brick. The Gemara explains that the reason is that there should never be a rising up from their downfall. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara relates that after Achishverosh commanded Haman to do to Mordechai all the things that Haman had advised should be done for a loyal servant, Haman was humiliated by having to become Mordechai's bath attendant and barber. When Mordechai told Haman that he could not ascend the horse due to his weakness from fasting, Haman bent down and Mordechai stepped on his back, kicking Haman on his way up. Haman asked, is it not written, Do not rejoice when your enemy falls? Mordechai answered that the Pusik's referring to Jewish enemies, but about non-Jewish enemies, the Pusik states, And you shall tread upon their high places. Haman then led Mordechai through the streets, proclaiming, This is what is done for the man whom the king wants to honor. And Haman's daughter mistakenly thought it was Mordechai leading Haman, and she threw a chamber pot on Haman's head. Upon realizing what she had done, she jumped to her death. And that's what the Pasuk's referring to when it states that Haman returned to his house, Avel v'chafuli rosh, in mourning and with his head covered. Point number two, after the Gemara brings a drush that teaches that the five garments Yosef gave Binyamin 
allude to Binyamin's descendant Mordechai eventually leaving the king's presence wearing five royal garments, it details Yosef's reunion and reconciliation with his brothers. The Pasuk states, Then he fell upon his brother Binyamin's neck and wept. The word necks is written in the plural. So the Gemara asks, how many necks did Binyamin have? Moazer said, Yosef cried over the two temples that in the future would be in Binyamin's territory and were destined to be destroyed. And Binyamin cried upon his neck. Binyamin cried over Mishkan Shiva, which in the future would be in Yosef's territory and was destined to be destroyed. And pointing with three, Adav Yafo said, The names of the ten sons of Haman and the word Aseris, ten, which follows, need to be pronounced by the Megal reader Benishima Achas in one breath. What's the reason? For their souls departed at the same moment. Rabbi Yochanan said that the letter Vav of the name Vayazasa must be elongated like a long pole used by boatmen on the river Libros. The more explains that this is because they were all hung on one pole, one above the other. Rabbi Bar Papa said that Rabbi Shiva, a man of Kfartamart, expounded, All songs in Tanakh are written in the form of a half brick above a whole brick, and a whole brick above a half brick, except for this shira listing the ten sons of Haman, and the shira listing the kings of Canaan that are written a half brick above a half brick, and a whole brick above a whole brick. The Gemara explains that the reason is, that there should never be a rising up from their downfall. All right, so now we go to our Simber Duff, Tezayin, and our standard simon is toes, and we often use an acrobat with big toes in the simon. So here goes. The acrobat with the big toes who kicked his evil competitor while doing a backflip, getting onto a horse, and then jumped onto his brother's neck, finished his act by sliding down a long pole while reciting ten names in one breath. Once again, it's slow motion. The acrobat with the big toes. Toes? That must be more on Duff. Tezayin. The acrobat with the big toes who kicked his evil competitor while doing a backflip getting onto a horse, which reminds us that Gmore goes through Haman's downfall from becoming Mordechai's barber and bath attendant to being kicked as Mordechai stood on him to get on the horse to his daughter's dumping the chamber pot on him and her jumping to her death. So the acrobat with the big toes who kicked his evil competitor while doing a backflip getting onto a horse and then jumped onto his brother's neck, which reminds us, the Gemara gives an account of the reconciliation between Yosef and his brothers and how he wept on Binyamin's necks, which is a reference to the two temples that will be in Binyamin's portion and eventually destroyed. And Binyamin cried on Yosef's neck, a reference to the Mishkan of Shiloh, which was to be in Yosef's territory and eventually destroyed. So the acrobat with the big toes who kicked his evil competitor while doing a backflip, getting onto a horse, and then jumped onto his brother's neck, finished his act by sliding down a long pole, or reciting ten names in one breath. Which reminds us, the ten names of Haman and the word Aseris are to be read by the Megillah reader, Benishima Achas, in one breath, since their souls departed at the same moment, and the letter Vav in the name Vayazasa should be elongated like a long pole, since they were hung on a long pole, one above the other. So once again, the acrobat with the big toes who kicked his evil competitor while doing a backflip, getting onto a horse, and then jumped onto his brother's neck, finished his act by sliding down a long pole while reciting ten names in one breath. All right, now it's time to go to our poor blabak Hazara. Daf base. So the simple Daf base is twelve brothers. So here goes. The twelve brothers, twelve brothers, that must be more on Daf base. The twelve brothers' slapstick permspiel opened, with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image, which reminds us that Rav Shimba Yechai told us that the reason the Jews deserved to be wiped out was not because they attended the suit of Akashverosh, because then only the Jews of Shushan should be punished. Rather, it was because they bowed down to an Avodah in the days of Ubuchanetzar. 
since they only acted outwardly. So too, Akash Baruch Hu acted outwardly with them and only intended to provoke them to do teshuva. So the twelve brothers' slapstick Purimshpil opened with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image. When suddenly one dresses Vashti with a huge tail appeared, which reminds us that Vashti wanted to appear without clothes before Akashverosh and all the noblemen, but she refused to come either because she got Saras or Gavriel came and made her grow a tail. So the twelve brothers' slapstick Purimshpil opened with nine of them taking a bow to a golden image. When suddenly one dresses Vashti with a huge tail appeared, which Mamukhan tripped over as he jumped to give advice to the king. Which reminds us, Mamukhan is Haman, and he was called Mamukhan because he was Mukhan Paranus, destined for punishment. He jumped to give advice that a letter should be sent saying that every man should be the ruler in his own home, which was ridiculed by everyone who read it, which led them not to take the second letter seriously. Daf Yud Gimel. So the symbol Daf Yud Gimel is a Bar Mitzvah boy. So here goes. When Mordechai the Bar Mitzvah boy, Bar Mitzvah boy, that must be more than Daf Yud Gimel. When Mordechai the Bar Mitzvah boy forgot his pshetel and the guests are to blame both sides of his family for his bad memory, which reminds the more brings three answers as to why Mordechai was referred to as an Ish Yehudi and an Ish Mini. Mordechai's father was from Binyamin, his mother was from Yehuda, and the families from Boshvatim tried to take credit for him. Rabbi says it was the opposite and that the Jewish people blame Boshvatim for the troubles that Mordechai caused. They blame Yehuda because David and Melch didn't kill Shimi, from whom Mordechai descended, who provoked Haman, and they blame Binyamin since Shaul did not kill Agag, from whom Haman descended, who oppressed Yisrael. Rabbi Yochanan said that Mordechai was from Sheba Binyamin, and he was called the Yehudi because he rejected a Vodazor. Shekol Koprabo Vodazor and Nikri Yehudi, because all who rejected Vodazor are called Yehudi. So, when Mordechai the Bar Mitzvah boy forgot his pshetel, and the guests are to blame both sides of his family for his bad memory, he suddenly realized his modest Bobby had put Simanim of the speech in his pocket, which reminds us that because of Rachel's Nias, evidence through the episode of her giving the Simanim to Leah, she was Zohar to have Shaul descend from her, and through Shaul's modesty, he was Zohar to have Esther descend from him. So, when Mordechai the Bar Mitzvah boy forgot his pshetel, and the guests are to blame both sides of his family for his bad memory, he suddenly realized his modest Bubby had put some money on the speech in his pocket and continued confidently speaking about how Hashem sends the Rafua before the Makkah, which reminds us that Mordechai foiling the plot of Bigson and Seresh was the Rafua before the Makkah of Haman rising to power. Daf Yadal, so the symbol Daf Yadal is a hand and we use a juggler. So here goes. The Purim Party juggler, juggler, that must be on Daf Yadal, Yad, hand. The Purim Party juggler who wore a signet ring on every finger, which reminds us of the Pasuk the Megillah states, but Yasa Melchus Tabato, the king removed his signet ring, Rabbi Abu Barakana said, the greater was the removal of the signet ring than the 48 Nevi'im and the 7 Nevios who prophesied to Israel from the Nevi'im were unable to return the Jewish people to do good, whereas the removal of the signet ring did return the Jewish people to good. So, the Purim Party juggler who wore a signet ring on every finger and had plenty of time to perform since there was no halal, which reminds the Gemara states that the only innovation the Nevi'im made was Kriyas and Megillah based on the Kavah Chomer of saying Shira from leaving Avdus Teheros and Yitzim Sitzrayim and all the more so from going from Misa Dechayim. The Gemara then gives three reasons why halal is not recited on Purim, one being that Kriyas and Megillah is a form of halal. So the Purim Party juggler who wore a signet ring on every finger and had plenty of time to perform since there was no Hallel, wowed the room full of boys dressed as Nabim and the seven girls dressed as Navios and gave first prize for a best costume to the girl dressed up as a weasel. Which reminds me more discusses the 48 Navim and lists the seven Navios, bring proofs of how we know that they were Navios. And it brings the Misa when Yoshi Amalk went to Hulda and explains how he could have done so while Yirmiyawa Navi was around. Daf Tezvav. So the similar Daf Tezvav is a fruit bowl. So here goes. The prominent royal servant who had secret messages in a fruit bowl, fruit bowl, that must be more in Duff, Tezvav, Tubishvat, fruit, fruit bowl. 
the prominent royal servant who had secret messages in a fruit bowl, which reminds us the Gemara teaches that Hasak was Daniel, and he was called Hasak either because Shechasuk Magduas or because he had cut him down from his great stature. He no longer held the high position that he had while serving Belshazzar, Darivesh, and Koresh. Shmuel said he was called Hasak, Shekod Dibre Malchus Nechdachin Alpiv, because all the kingdom's affairs were decided by him. So the prominent royal servant hid secret messages in a fruit bowl was shocked when he saw his queen enter the chamber of idols with a grim look on her face, which reminds us that the Shekhinah left Esther when she entered the chamber of Avodah and she said, Keli, Keli, Avtani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Shema Taddan al Shogeg Kamezi, perhaps you're treating a Shogeg like a Mezid, Bala Ones Karatson, or a sin committed under coercion like one done willingly. Rashi explains that Esther was saying to Peshbarku that even though she was going to Akashverosh on her own choice, she was really being coerced given her desire to save the Jewish people, or was it because she disrespected Achishverosh by calling him a dog? So the prominent royal servant who hid secret messages in a fruit bowl was shocked when he saw his queen enter the chamber of idols with a grim look on her face as she carried a fruit bowl with an invitation to her suda for the king and his second in command. Which reminds us, the Gemara brings many possible reasons as to Esther's motivation for inviting Haman as well to the suda. And when Eliel was asked which reason was the real reason, he said that she went in for all the reasons that were mentioned by all the Tanaim and all the Amoraim. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ramgol Mzikhu wishing you a great day and great learning.